Four proven strategies to crush your debt and achieve financial freedom. Welcome back to the channel, and if you're new here, be sure to hit that subscribe button and turn on notifications so you never miss a video. And also hit the like button because there's a sleeping dog in the back, and you know, she would enjoy because she's adorable, right? So today we're talking about debt and specifically how to get rid of it once and for all. We know that debt can be overwhelming and stressful, but we're here to help, so let's get started. So strategy one, the debt snowball. The debt snowball is a popular debt repayment method that involves paying off your debts from smallest to largest, regardless of the interest rate. The idea is to create momentum by paying off your smallest debt first, which gives you a quick win and motivates you to keep going. And as you pay off each debt, you roll the payments into the next one until you've paid off everything. Now, this is extremely popular because it's basically the best method, the best strategy for the majority of the population, right? Now, if you're someone who's extremely good with numbers, you're basically a math nerd, the next strategy would actually be better for you. But the, the debt snowball works for so many people from every cultural background, from every walk of life, because you get these small wins, right? Because it's basically the same kind of like concept of you starting to like go on a diet, right? You're going to be more motivated to go on a specific diet if it's immediately giving you results, right? So you're more willing to like stay on a diet for like, you know, three months, six months, maybe even a year if and within like the first couple weeks, you're basically already losing pounds off of your frame, right? You're going to be that much more motivated. That's basically the same thing with the debt snowball. You're basically going to be already paying off debts, maybe not a crazy like large sum of it immediately, but like your $500 credit card bill paid off, right? Your $300 in collections paid off, right? It's going to be like knocking out these small debts very, very quickly. So you're going to be more in tune or more willing to stay for the long term, which might be a year, to truly pay off all of your debt. Because once you start getting into like the 10,000, 20,000, 30,000 debt range, it could be demotivating. Right, so if you start off with a massive debt balance of 20 grand and you're just grinding away, just chipping at it with like a butter knife, this feels like because you're not, it doesn't feel like you're actually making any progress. Well, you might be so demotivated that you just quit. That's why the debt snowball is so effective. Second strategy is the debt avalanche. If you are someone who, like I mentioned, is very good with numbers, right? And has no issues when it comes to motivation. The debt avalanche is basically the best option for you in terms of a debt repayment method. So it focuses on paying off debts with the highest interest rates first. This method can save you money in interest charges 
but it can be less motivating because it takes longer to see progress. If you're someone who needs quick wins to stay motivated, the dead snowball would be better fit for you. Strategy three, increase your income. If you're struggling to make ends meet or pay off your debts, it might be time to look for ways to increase your income. This could mean picking up a side hustle, selling items you no longer need, or asking for a raise at work. By increasing your income, you'll have more money to put towards your debts and reach your financial goals faster. Strategy four, cut your expenses. Finally, cutting your expenses is another effective way to put off your debts. Look for areas where you can reduce your spending, such as eating out less, which by the way, that is one of the biggest expenses that the majority of the population has. And it might not even be something that's like clicking in your brain. And so what I mean by this, there's so many people that like go out to eat, but they don't even view it as going out to eat. So for example, you might go and get a coffee in the morning with a bago. That's going out and it could add up to like 10 bucks right there. So if you get like a Starbucks drink plus a bagel with like cream cheese or whatever, that's like a $10 meal right then. And that's just breakfast. What are you going to do for lunch if you eat lunch, right? That's going to be probably another 10 bucks. If you do fast food, that's also going to be another 10 bucks, right? In terms of that like range, right? Like big, like the average price for like a lunch in fast food is basically around the $10 price range, right? If you get a drink, sandwich, whatever, it may be a bag of chips or something, that's going to be like 10 bucks. Then what about dinner? If you eat dinner, that's going to be probably about another 10 bucks. So average 30 days in a month, that's going to be 300 bucks a month that you're just spending money on going out when it's not really going out. Like it doesn't feel like you're going out. You feel like you're just basically buying things that you're getting for basically work or whatever your lifestyle, like just to like function, but it adds up, right? And you could save probably half of that money, maybe even more than half, more like 60, 70% of what you're spending by simply pre-packaging your meals by buying your coffees in bulk or making it yourself. Same thing with like energy drinks, especially. You could save a lot of money by doing that, by buying that in bulk. But you got to be like, the biggest thing is you got to be aware, right? Like when you're trying to cut down your expenses, write down basically what you're spending your money on. Because if you don't know what you're spending your money on, it's going to be very, very difficult to actually cut your expenses. So what I would recommend if you're trying to cut your expenses, don't change anything in terms of what you do on a daily basis for like a month. Just write down, like physically write down or put in your like little notepad on your phone and basically just track what it is that you're spending and where. I mean, there's apps as well for like mint.com or whatever that kind of stuff, but you need to track where your money's going and what categories because then you start to realize like whoa wait a minute this last month i spent like 500 bucks at gas stations why and it wasn't even for gas right 
you got to like start to realize like, whoa, that's where my money is going, right? Because this basically would peel back the layers of the onion and basically expose where your money is going. And this could really help prevent you from living paycheck to paycheck and give you enough breathing room to start putting money towards your debt. Like, it seems simple, but it's extremely effective, right? Now, you could also cancel your subscriptions that you don't use. And the biggest issue that I see with subscriptions is that a lot of times you don't even know that you even have them, right? You could probably just like go through your bank <laughs> transcript and you might see subscriptions for apps that you've probably deleted off of your phone for sites that you haven't visited in like a year, right? Like you might not even realize that. That's why you need to write down where all of your money is going so that you just know, <laughs> so that you have a clear mind, a clear picture of like, okay, there's like 500 bucks per month going towards groceries. Okay, there's 600 bucks per month towards, you know, car insurance plus car payment if you got debt on your car, right? Okay, there's like $1,500, $2,000 per month going towards my mortgage or my rent, right? It's just something that you got to think about because personal finance is not complicated in any concept, right? But it's actually difficult to execute on any of the stuff because it's so habit-based. It's so emotionally driven. Now, another one that you could also do is negotiating bills. Now, the only problem with negotiating bills is that, one, you can maybe change the date that you actually pay your bill, which could actually give you a lot of breathing room because if you only get paid like specific times, but that's like those specific times are basically like right after you get hit with those bills, that could be a pretty big issue for you. So you could potentially negotiate to the companies that you pay your bills to just move the debt payment or their, you know, monthly payment to like a few days after or till like the next week, right? And that might just change things enough for you to actually start stacking up money. Now, another thing you could do is if you have a lot of debt in collections, you could, could negotiate for basically pennies on the dollar, right? So like, let's say that you got $4,000 in collections, you could potentially maybe negotiate that to $1,000 that you actually owe, which you can't have anyone like have anyone have access to your bank account, none of that. The only problem is when you go and do that, there's always a cost to it that you may not even realize. There's going to be like taxes that you're going to have to pay. There's going to be a whole bunch of like annoying, like haggling and harassing by the debt collection company. They're probably going to talk and like say disgusting things to you, like to the point where you might feel like it's not even worth paying that bill, but you still owe that bill. 
So that's also something that you got to keep in mind too. Like if you're someone who's like very non-confrontational, that might be very hard for you. Even though you could potentially save thousands and thousands of dollars in terms of what you owe on your debt, like you could literally turn like a $40,000 debt in collections to like 10 grand or even less, right? But if you're not willing to go through the crap of the debt collection companies, it might be a pretty difficult thing for you to actually do, mentally speaking. So keep that in mind. But yeah, these are basically the four proven strategies to actually crush debt and achieve financial freedom. Now, the best part about getting debt-free, right, which, by the way, if you want to learn how I got debt-free and grew my net worth, go down below or go to 40 But the best part about being debt-free is that it gives you options and mainly it gives you freedom, right? Because when you don't have like debt payments per month, you can pretty much do whatever you want, right? Like financially speaking, right? Like, oh, you want to just go and buy a brand new phone? Okay, you can because you don't have a bunch of debt payments going out to where you're living paycheck to paycheck, right? Oh, you want to stockpile up cash quickly? You could do that, right? Because you don't have a whole bunch of bills that you got to worry about, right? If you want to save for a trip, you could go do that. If you have like an emergency come up that like maybe like broke an arm or whatever and it's costing you thousands of dollars from like a hospital bill or whatever, you could just pay for it. It's a hassle, kind of like sucks, but you're not going to be financially destroyed. So that's the best part about just being debt-free is that you actually feel free, right? You don't actually are feeling, like you're not feeling any stress when it comes to like, can I make my car payment? What happens if I can't make my car payment this month? You get into this whole mental like mess. And if you're someone that is dealing with a lot of stress, this can make things a lot better for you. Not to mention, like heart-wise, health-wise, it's probably a lot better for you to be debt-free because you don't have all that stress just working on you, right? I mean, look how chill that dog is. That's basically the type of like mindset that you would end up having if you were debt-free, like just chilling, like that dog, right? But if you like this sort of thing, if you like to get better with personal finance, with your money, to master your money, subscribe and stay tuned for more. And you can also listen to this on the podcast, which is like available everywhere. See you in future episodes where we help people with their finances.